back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, March the 8th, 2022. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel. It's going well. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York, um, where it was in the 70s this weekend. What? FYI, yeah. I'm not even joking. It was like 72 degrees. It's supposed to snow tonight, too, which is pretty fucked up. My hot take to do has to do with Russell Westbrick, uh, (laughs) 12-year NBA veteran. Uh, He's a L.A. Lakers point guard, right? He plays for the Lakers now. So 12-year NBA veteran, nine-time All-Star, one-time NBA MVP. Um, And he had a uh, kind of press conference this week where he took exception to the fans calling him Russell Westbrick. Um, He hasn't been playing very well this year, apparently. I don't follow the NBA, so I don't give a shit. But I read this article and I just couldn't help but laugh because he he was uh, took exception to people calling him Russell Westbrook, uh, and his wife had a, some Twitter rant that she went on about it. And then they asked him about it in a press conference, and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, I don't really mind people uh, ragging on me for my game, but when you start uh, quote besmirching my name, uh, that affects my, you know that's." You can't besmirch someone's name because that's, you know, their whole family or whatever. And so this is my hot take about Russell Westbrook. This man has never been bullied in his entire life. He's always been the bullier in the bully, bully, bully relationship. And he has no idea how to handle it. Because if you want somebody to stop calling you Russell Westbrook, you can't go on TV and say, please don't call me Russell Westbrick because of some fucking bullshit. Like, you can't do that. This is like the most ridiculous thing in the entire world. And it's just, you know, this man is a superstar. And I'm not trying to say that it's easy to be a professional athlete and deal with the public or whatever. But like, this guy has no idea how to stop people from bullying him. And and it's clear because... You know, hey. rule 101, if you're getting bullied, is to, like, not feed the trolls. Like, you can't feed the bull. You can't give the bullies what they want. You know what have, I mean? Have you given any thought to this being a sort of false flag operation where he's, like, being called really horrible things that he actually finds offensive? And he's like, you guys should definitely not call me Russell Westbrook brick because he wants people to call him Russell Westbrook instead of uh, the really horrible things that they're calling him. Maybe I, that's his way maybe. of like. That's a, good, that's a good guess. But based on what I know about Russell Westbrook, I don't think that's the case. I no. think that Sam is right in that he is offended that he is being mildly, mildly <laughs> bullied on the internet. Right. It's not even that mean of an insult. Right. No, it's funny. It's like a good, funny, funny nickname. Right. <clears throat> like, here's the thing. This is what this tells me, is that this man made it all the way through, like, kindergarten, grade school, middle school, and high school without the nickname Russell Westprick never catching on. You know what I mean? And, like... There's yeah. no way that you go through middle school without somebody like calling you Russell West prick and then everybody like laughing unless well, you're I like mean, the top of your middle school. You know what I which mean? Which he was. I mean, that's right. my point is that like which he was. Yeah. I mean, if you're a professional athlete, you've been the top of the food chain your whole <laughs> life. So I, I think there's probably a pretty good chance he's never been bullied. But the other thing about that, isn't he notorious for being like a major shit talker? Like, doesn't he just constantly talk shit to other people (laughs) all the time? And strut and like show off 
when he and, and hot dog around. Yeah. I've always kind of liked Russell Westbrook for some reason. I don't know why. I don't also don't pay much attention to the NBA, but I always kind of thought he was sort of likable for some reason. Maybe it's like his post-game interviews, he always seems to have sort of a sense of humor about stuff. But I've heard that he's very not widely liked because he talks so much trash. So that's just really wild that he would be so thin skinned about it. Yeah, I actually don't like any of the what is that the 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder? That uh, I think it's the 2011 right. Seattle Supersonics, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't think I think only Durant was on that side. Westbrook yeah. was too, I think. Was Westbrook? Uh, I hate all the. I hate Durant, Westbrook, and Hollywood. I like Kevin Durant too. I kind of like that crew. No, no, they all. Good thing this isn't an N- an NBA podcast. <laughs> fighting just every week. We all hate NBA basketball, but I'm starting. Uh, I'm starting to think I should come around to it. I've heard the good things about the Chicago Bulls. Everybody keeps telling me. <laughs> if there's no baseball, Joel, like you have like a baked in winner in your neighborhood, so like. The hood, the loop of the bulls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll start doing it. You can't do it. I can't do it. Can't become, I can't root for a team that Michael Jordan played for. I can't. Oh, I, uh, oh it's not about the NBA. It's about the, 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 it's about that red and black uniform, red, white, and black uniform. Right. Exactly. I can't. I can't. Wait, I guess isn't that the Trailblazers not colors too? No, it's, it's about the good. <laughs> Shit, I really walked myself into a corner there. No, no, that was good. That was good. Yeah, 1992 Blazers versus Bulls. I cannot bring myself to root for the Chicago Bulls. You know when I realized, you know whose face popped into my head when I realized that that those were the same colors as the Blazers? Buck Williams. Kevin Duckworth. Oh, Kevin, they're both dead. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Man, is Clyde Drexler still alive? What? Clyde Drexler's still alive. He's like, he, like, everyone from that Blazers team died tragically young. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> wow. Michael Jordan is a fucking antichrist. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, my one thing I wanted to say before I move on, Sam, you're wearing a Dump of the Ump 2.0 t-shirt right there. Boom! How we get, we got to get us some of those. For those of you listening yeah, at home, it's a catch, it's a, it's an umpire's mask, I'm assuming. It's our Twitter, yeah. Twitter avatar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, badass. It's badass. So badass. You gotta start marketing this dump on the ump. T-shirt. You should definitely sell those on Instagram. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna buy a dump on the ump t-shirt, tweet at us. Tweet at us. I want to wait. Yeah. I want to buy a dump on the t-shirt. How do I do that? Did you is there more than one dump on the ump t-shirt? Well, yeah, we have, we have I went to that t-shirt shop in Crown Heights that one time. I've got I actually, I actually wore that t-shirt yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on back-to-back dump on the ump t-shirt days right now. <laughs> Does anybody ever ask you about those? Does anybody like no, what is that? It's never never happened, actually. <laughs> anyone who knows is like really into it, but anyone who doesn't know, like, you know. I think, you know, I live in Brooklyn. It's like the land of individualized t-shirts, you know, and it's like everyone has a fucking t-shirt company here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like going to the Crown Heights guys who, who charge us whatever 50 bucks to make like eight t-shirts or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, we, we can get you one of these shirts, no problem. Tweet at us if you want to dump on the young t-shirt. It's like $200. That's all. Yeah. No, I think it'd be like 60 bucks plus 60. shipping. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Are they American Apparel? No. no. I don't know. I don't know. Haynes? Is it Haynes? Haynes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. We're nine minutes in here. Also joining us, uh, as per usual, from Seattle is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? I'm going good, except after hearing about the weather in New York, I'm a little less happy, but <laughs> it was sunny here today in Seattle. So I decided to go for a run. And I've decided that my hot take is that exercise is for suckers. Agreed. I don't know why anybody bothers. It doesn't get easier. It doesn't get better. 
you're just trying to negate all the terrible things that you do to yourself. Just do the terrible things yourself and be happy with it. Right. Why oh. do you have to, why, yeah. Why do you have to pretend that you're going to like, oh, I'm going to take a run so I can eat this bowl of ice cream. It's like, well, fuck you then. Just eat the ice cream, you know? So I, th- I think if you're, if you see me running around in Seattle again, you should throw a can at me or something. Because I'm not doing it. I think it's fucking stupid. I don't think that you should like invite people on the internet to throw cans at you, man. You know what? You, you yell, you call me Westbrook. Westbrook! Whack! <laughs> there you go. Actually, that would be the most thrilling part of my day if somebody that actually listened to this podcast saw me running and then threw something at me and yelled Westbrook. I would feel like a fucking celebrity. So please do. I deserve it for jogging, but I also deserve it because I need uh, accolades. What's the word I'm looking for? I thought like a good cardiovascular exercise. Oh, fuck that. We're all going to die anyway. That's what I keep saying. Huh? That's my opinion. I yeah. 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 Thank you. Anyway. Yeah. I've that's got, all I got. It, I was gonna go on a big thing about Russell Wilson, but then I got confused. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. I've got my voting machine in my uh spare room that I haven't used in like three years. So put some laundry on it. Yeah. Then, then, you, then it, you won't know it's there. Yeah. Yeah, right. I used to go to the gym, kind of liked lifting weights, um, because I thought it was. I like. I also like stretching. You know what I mean? I just kind of liked the feeling, like specific muscle groups in your body. I always thought was kind of cool. Oh yeah, okay. <clears throat> And it's like, you know, like I like to do yoga, like you do yoga and then you do this thing and you're like, oh my God, like I didn't even know I had fucking muscles there. And like, this is like a targeted stretch for this weird part of your back that you never thought was a distinct part of your back. You know what I mean? I kind of got the same. I've only discovered pains in different places where I'm like, what, did I break that? (laughs) I didn't know that that could hurt. Yeah, why, why is that hurting? Yeah. I've never done <laughs> right. anything to that. Exactly. It's the same thing except for like in a positive way. Hey, I'm, I'm not buying this. Jogging yeah. or jogging yeah. is like the worst about that also. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm also just not exercise, very running is the worst way to do I it, I think. But I, like cardio in general is terrible. I like That's like the part that's work. kind of important. Right, I know, but I I bike to work and I get like passive cardio. How long does that take you? Like fifteen minutes. It's not much. It's like two miles, something like that. Sure. So, I mean, I mean, I go there and you know I do it there and back, and I get half hour or so. Yeah. The hard thing is actually the best cardio for you is swimming laps. Which is also like the hardest one to economically. Yeah, that's like the bougiest exercise. Yeah, Yeah. I've got to go to the club and swim laps. Yeah, that 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 I um, that's the best cardio because the other thing about that is who actually can swim a lap? It's fucking hard. Seriously. Yeah. Like when you with your face in the water and you're like ah, and you like fit it up to breathe and you have to go like fucking like fifty yards, dude. It's bullshit. Then you start panicking. Yeah, right. I just I always stop halfway and I'm like, how much farther do I have to go? <laughs> oh god damn it, I got a lot farther to go. And then I just do like a breaststroke the rest of the way. That's what yeah. Actually, that's the right thing. Doggy paddle. Wait, what's the breaststroke? No, breaststroke, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. What's is freestyle the one where you're like over and you put your head yeah. in the water? Yeah, that's basically. like the least efficient way to swim to swim. Yeah, you don't fucking see fish swimming like that. You don't see fish right. exercising for no fucking yeah, reason. You don't see people. fish swimming laps is what you don't see. No, yeah, they don't fucking waste their time. <laughs> their lives are too short to exercise. <laughs> you don't see any other animal exercise. They're like, what? Why I, would I do that? I know it's not summer Olympics, but I think, Sam, you always hate on swimming. Even right. The swim- yeah. Olympics. <laughs> 
you can walk faster. That's what you I remember you being mad. Right. <laughs> yeah. A, you can walk faster. B, it's like that's what you do to like get ready to do real sports. You know, it's like <laughs> you, that's how people exercise. It's just like watching people exercise. Same with weightlifting. You know? But at least that's like that's, they're lifting a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah weightlifting seems dumb to me because i have to lift crap to in my work all the time and i'm like this is dumb why would i do more of this yeah that's i'm just waiting for the sweet release of death yeah second i second that definitely uh <laughs> hey ladies and gentlemen my name is joel i'm coming at you from champaign illinois all right so my take is gonna be about uh baseball because this podcast that is tuesday and we are waiting on bated breath for the results of the negotiations between the major league baseball owners and the players association i don't think anything is going to come of it but here's my hot take you know you fucking lost baseball when mike trout posts a shit take about manfred on his instagram feed he did oh yeah Right, Mike. This is from Mugga.com. Mike Trout criticizes MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred for canceling regular season play. Here's what Mike Trout posted on his Instagram: "I want to play. I love our game, but I know we need to get the CBA right. Right. Instead of bargaining in good faith, MLB locked us out." Instead of negotiating a fair deal, Rob canceled games. So Mike Trout getting on his Instagram account and calling out Commissioner Rob Manfred. I he need. only just found out this was going on. That's what it is. That's a good point. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> he's like, oh, wait. I usually at spring training right now. <laughs> I was watching the weather and I realized it's March. Right. right. No, you guys are both. Where's correct. my driver taking me to spring training? <laughs> What's going on? What's been going on for the past four months? Yeah, he probably knows. Right, but if you've lost Mike Trout, you've lost the casual baseball fan because Mike Trout is literally a casual baseball fan. I mean, the casual baseball fan has been arguing, oh, I can't stand these millionaires and billionaires are fighting over the fans' hard-earned dollars, so I don't care about it at all. I mean, the casual baseball fan, you know, and like, okay. oh, I remember, yeah. I, I just remember what my new hot fucking take was. Yeah. What the fuck is the MLB doing with rule changes and pace of play regulation when they're fucking just totally pulling their dick out and slapping the fucking baseball watching public in the face yeah. with it? Like, what the right. fuck? How the fuck do these fucking people get to choose, like, make decisions for the betterment of the game? Pace of play is a red herring, right? Nobody actually fucking cares about pace of play. Pace right. of play is about trying to maximize advertising time in your everyday MLB game. That's the right. only reason they care about pace of play. Exactly. Um, the bigger bases, I don't know. I don't really care about that. Designated hitter? We, 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 Dump on the Ump has always been Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Universal DH. We've all been opposed to the Universal DH. Yeah. Wait, you're a fan of the Universal DH? Oh, wait. No, I thought you guys were saying you were, you were in favor of the Universal DH. No, no. None, no, of, no. none of us are. No, we we're, all, hard, okay. we're hard against it. We're hard against it. Okay, good. Okay, okay. Thank God. Yeah. I, thought I, was, I thought I was confused for a second here. We're all on the same page because we're all old white men. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> right. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I, exactly. Anyway, if I thought that any of it was actually to to like make baseball more mar like appealing to younger people, then I I could be swayed. But it's not. No, it's bullshit. Joe West retired. That might be helpful. 
I don't care about the bigger basis thing. I think it's funny. That yeah, I don't either. That one doesn't bother me. Upset about. I just keep thinking about the, you know, those like phones for old people that have the huge buttons. Yes. That's what I like when they talk about bigger bases. For some reason, that's all I can fucking think about is those telephones did you see, with the did you, huge buttons. <laughs> did you see the Fergie Jenkins tweet? No. no. Fergie Jenkins says, "Bigger bases." I'm 79 and I can see the base as clear as day. And that's from a luxury suite four levels up. That's <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. And in kind of in with your cricket phone concept. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I guess it's more space for them to have their hand come off for a nanosecond and get called out and replay, but. Well, no, I, I agree to a degree, whatever, I, uh, you know, Manfred has no interest in improving baseball as a product, but no. the concept of making stealing a base easier—I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, sure. No, that's fine. That's fine. I don't care. I think—is there a song called "Agree to a Degree"? Because if there's not, there should be. Write it. Write it tonight. Agree to a degree. Agree to a degree. Yeah. Because if uh, there's not, there should be. Man, it just wrote itself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, now you got me. Okay. Well, I think you're right, Joel. Baseball, Mike Trout entering into the fray is about as big of an indictment on this. Uh, yeah. On this sitting commissioner as you can have. Mike Whitebread Trout. Mike, yeah, he has done everything that he can do to stay out of any kind of statement whatsoever. Right. Yeah. That's his entire persona. And he's like mayonnaise. He is mayonnaise, right? Um, but he's, he's a thumb. He's a thumb. He's the best, not, you know, he's the best position player in Major League Baseball. Justin uh, from two weeks ago disagrees with me but right he does yeah that was yeah. more than two months ago it was more that was like yeah. two months ago <laughs> well, well i miss who his who does he think is the best baseball player uh he, he thinks that there's a number of players who are in baseball right now who are better than mike trout and i think that it was um what's his name for the nationals and Luki betts yeah and uh, Soto and, and Mookie Betts, and right. there was someone else. For the Braves. Right. Yeah. Acuna, maybe. Yeah. Acuna, I, don't I don't know. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I just think that consistent, consistently, Mike Trout's been the best player of the last 10 years. And if he's not the best player in any given year, he's like, you know, he was better than Mookie Betts last year. Yeah. Even if Moogie Betts was better than him the year before. So right. yeah, I always had Mike Trout one A and Mookie Betts one B. Right. Yeah. But that's yeah. That's because yeah. I Betts. Yeah, me too. I like a lot. I like a lot of ball players better than Mike Trout, but I think he's yeah. Hands down the best. Anyway, but that's not the conversation. The conversation is I that he's white bread and he's pissed. Right. The conversation is Mike Trout just became aware of the collective bargaining agreement <laughs> negotiations. <laughs> he finally and looked up on his weather map. Yeah. Like, what? Why are we not going to Arizona right now? Yeah. Right. He's in Arizona. And that's why he's so mad. He showed Normally up I'm having a tuna salad like... at the golf course, and instead I'm having a grilled cheese right. on the couch. <sighs> He just like leaned against the door for a long time and then was like, why isn't this opening? <laughs> <laughs> he was like checking it. He was like checking his phone and just like pushing a door that didn't open. That's like how, probably how he spends most of his life. Um, I imagine somebody opens most of his doors. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, okay, so... I'm thinking that the big uh, barrier is the competitive balance tax, right? Are we going? Through, are we getting? Are we getting into this still? Yeah, let's get into this. I'll time us. We got five minutes to talk about the CBA because we've talked about this too much. But 
I think that that's going to be the sticking point and where we are actually going to see movement between the owners and the union over the next couple of weeks. I don't think we're going to get a 11 o'clock agreement tonight. I think we're going to lose a lot of baseball games before there's an agreement. Uh, but that's what they're actually fighting over. Uh, I want I want 235, 240, 245, 250. I want I want the there needs to be an increase in the in the luxury tax comparable to what we believe the increase in baseball revenue has been. And I think the owners are fighting against that. I mean, why are we even what go ahead. Sorry. Sticking point for young players and um, arbitration eligibility, and I think that they're like pushing the the league is pushing so hard on competitive balance tax so that they can use that as a um, like okay competitive balance tax we'll give you that but we're not going to give young players money because I think that like oh. I think that I think that the Dodgers want to spend more money. I think the yeah. Yankees want to spend more money. And I think that they're pushing so hard on that, not because Pittsburgh doesn't want to spend money, but because they don't want to have to pay young players any money. Interesting. Yeah, I would agree. And with I think the owners will give on the CBT before they give on minimum wage or Oh, clearly arbitration years. Right. I would agree with all this. Or the arbitration because, pool. Because they don't want like they, they don't want the Yankees and the Dodgers to spend less money and they clearly don't care about a, like tanking or people being competitive. Right. What they do care about is not paying the players as much as they like they don't want to be forced to play pay the players more than they want to. But it's also it's also sort of the been the de facto way that you build a team on a budget for as long as this has been relevant. You know, like you got to go find young guys and sign them to minor league deals and then develop them. It's like it's like it's like baseball. It's like the baseball wet dream. You know, it's like, Oh, it's like, I found this, I got this really good deal and he's locked into a low paying deal for a really long time. Isn't that the best, you know, or we got like three guys we're developing and they're going to all be good at the same time. We don't have to pay them a penny. You know, it's like, that's, that's the way baseball teams have developed their, been developed and so then and then you can go spend a bunch of money or if you're a smaller market team go spend a little bit of money on a team to add some players to these guys that you're barely having to pay so that's like if, right. if they change that then they're gonna have to come up with a whole new way to fucking develop a team or create right but i i feel like that's also like a, a false flag as well because it's like some teams do that like that's what the houston astros did but like some teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Baltimore Orioles never do that. Like well, that's they because I think they're bad. And, right. Well, no, but I don't think that it is. I think that they do it on purpose because they're just like there's no incentive to be competitive. So well, I'm, some teams I would argue, don't try. I would argue that they those teams have never had like a class of kids come up at the same time that were put them to a point where they felt like they had to put money in to compete. You know, it's always like one or two prospects that it's like Garrett Cole and fucking uh, Tyler Glasnow, you know, are like kind of coming up at the same time, but both, but nobody else came up for the pirates. So they moved those guys and they got, they got shit back for them and they didn't have to pay them. And both of those guys went on to be great players, but those two by themselves wouldn't have taken the pirates to the promised land. But I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like there's like <clears throat> I I hear what you're saying. It makes sense, but I feel like part of that like for that to be true, you have to there's a certain amount of like assumption that these team owners do actually give a shit about having a winning baseball team. And I don't think that that's the case. I mean, I think I think all I think that assumption can be 
tip thrown right out the fucking window. <clears throat> all, none of these owners even give a shit about having a fucking team play at all. So. At all, right. Right. It's the investment. The investment is the... Yeah, the product it's is not baseball. A lot of people, the product is the investment in baseball teams. Yeah, you're gonna make money. You're gonna make money whether your team plays and wins or not. Right. So if you the players' association, do you say no? We'll take a lower competitive balance tax in exchange for the minimum wage. I think that would be a smarter move. I think they should be like, we should get arbitration done. You can keep the CVT, whatever the fuck you want, as long as you give us our change in arbitration and a minimum wage. Take care of your minor league players. That's interesting. I like that. But they're not doing that. So you kind of wonder if whether the major league, whether the players are kind of okay with it as it is anyway, also. Yeah. All right. Well, baseball. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you know? Yeah, baseball is so fucking stupid. I don't know why any of us actually like it at all. I like I uh I was looking at NC Dinos jerseys online today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna buy an NC Dinos jersey. I was just thinking about getting hard into the KBL. I saw that this guy, I think he might be Korean, this this former pitcher for the Cardinals who's like been decent, just signed the biggest contract in in KBO history today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? Maybe we just all become fans of the Korean baseball yeah. league. You know, like why not? I mean, I was on my, my fucking stupid ass run. I ran by this baseball club, <laughs> and there was a some kids from Cleveland High School baseball team showing up there with their bags, and they look like I swear high school kids used to look really big, and now they look like they're like three years old they were so yeah. little and skinny and snot nosed and i was like look at those little kids and then i was like man awesome i'm gonna come over here and watch high school baseball all yeah. fucking season fuck it i don't give a shit i'd rather watch that anyway yeah and i and i think that my point is i like baseball i like to sit there and not right. think about it and like stare at the clouds and hear pink and somebody go ah, you know like that that sounds fine to me i don't understand why everybody thinks that there's some, it's you know i'll watch fucking high school kids play it's fine Totally. Shout out to everyone who's been listening to this uh, dumbass podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, and sorry for all the negativity. Yeah, really. Salem, <laughs> Oregon. Salem, Oregon. Columbus, Ohio. Portland, Oregon. Round Lake, Illinois. Trumansburg, New York. Bend, Oregon. Orlando, Florida. Ashburn, Virginia. Los Angeles, California. Crafts Bowie Vermont. Mm. More like Crapsbury. <laughs> right. That's yeah. a joke that Russell Wilson would only get from one direction. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook, sorry. Yeah. Westbrook. Wait, we gotta get a Russell. Like there's Russell Wilson and Russell Westbrook. We gotta get that figured out. Uh Burlington, Vermont, Moscow, just for Dania. Don't start World War Three. It would be really too late. Why you crying? Yeah, really. Yeah, there we go. Tampa, Florida, uh, Lindbrook, New York, Madison, Wisconsin, Champaign, Illinois, Barcelona, Spain, Chicago, and Barcelona. Yeah, we we've got we've got to listen. We should actually. Oh, guys, we should probably get really into like Barcelona soccer why why because we have like a steady uh fan base in barcelona spain i I think i was in barcelona barcelona and uh they were playing like real madrid versus fc barcelona and some like big like fucking crazy game i was walking around the street with my buddies and it was like dead silent and all of a sudden Ah, like the whole fucking city just started yeah. shaking and i was like oh somebody scored a goal yeah <laughs> that's pretty I don't cool talk shit about soccer because i don't really like soccer but soccer fans i respect i mean in europe you never i, I was on tour there a couple times where it was like world cup and then the euro cup and it was just like anywhere you go it was just like people were going Ape shit for yeah. it. I was, was really fun. Euro Cup, never World Cup, but Euro Cup. That was fucking nuts. It's fun. Yeah. And I like, but I like soccer. 
Yeah. So I'm all for it. Let's go. Although Barcelona is not really my favorite team. Well, who's you? Who's you? Like you? I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a La Liga team. I don't. I'm not all that. I'm not well versed in any of it. I like Ajax. I like uh, Man City, but th- those are Dutch and English leagues. Right. Right. There's a lot of fucking leagues, and there's a lot of. Well, and I like the structure of like you win your like national league and then you get to play in the like champions. Champions, league. yeah. Like I actually kind of like that concept. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe baseball should do that. Well, like they do it with like the Caribbean series, which we should basically all watch the you know the Caribbean series. Yeah, it's only our dumb country that doesn't participate. Well, our dumb country doesn't participate in a lot of things. That's what I'm saying. That's a problem. All right, Sam, you uh, what you up? You gotta talk to us about the NFL. Ah, uh, the NFL. Yeah. yeah, big headline out of the NFL today: Russell Wilson is traded or is soon to be traded. Uh, Former Super Bowl winning Seattle Seahawks quarterback and minor league baseball player Russell Wilson was traded to the Denver Broncos today, becoming the latest marquee name to switch teams in the NFL. The Seahawks will get two players, quarterback Drew Locke and tight end Noah Fant, two first-round draft picks for the 2022 and 2023 drafts and two second round draft picks for the 2022 and I'm pretty sure there was a defensive uh, a defensive back in there too but no. I'm not percent. I don't know that's just what I read when I was that's writing funny. this thing so I, and I, I don't think that the, the deal has actually gone through yet so um, anyway Seattle also released uh, perennial Pro Bowl, Bowl linebacker Bobby Wagner today, which is signals a hard rebuild in Lumen Field. So the question to you, Thomas, is do you think that this sort of superstar power vacuum uh, leaves room for the young and exciting Mariners stars to step in? Of course. There was a great photograph of Julio Rodriguez uh, who is our young Dominican star who's going to be fucking badass. He's like six, five fat. He's the best. He's going to be so good. And he was, he was at, there was a picture of him at the standing at the space needle. It was from behind him. And he was looking out at downtown Seattle. And it was like this big picture window at his back and he's looking at it and somebody immediately transferred it into like the lion king. And it was like, all of this will soon be yours or something like that. And I was like, (laughs) yes. And I have high expectations for him and Jared Kelnick and the Logan Gilbert and some of these guys, Emerson Hancock and fucking Harry Ford. We got a fun, we got a, we got the number one rated prospects. We have the number one rated farm system in baseball this year. And, I mean, shit, yeah, man, we're primed for it. This is like, but this is the exactly what I was saying. It was like, there's nothing more mariner than reaching competitive relevance right when baseball gets canceled forever. So <laughs> I can't, I can't right. that, that's part of the reason why I don't think that we will see baseball maybe ever again is because this was right we were on the cusp of a mariner. And this, this, this trade and this sort of void in Seattle sports and leaving it open to, I mean, our hockey team is not going to be, it's not really doing it. And uh, right, the Kraken, the Kraken are not Kraken. They're the worst team in the league. Um, it's supposed to be the worst team in the league. I think Las Vegas went to the fucking Stanley cup in their first season or something like that. Anyway. Uh, no, there's a, there, there's so much potential for Seattle to turn into a baseball town. The Mariner fans are, fucking so hungry for any success it's not just me and uh and we were finally in a place where i think that we could have it and we have some pretty like jared we have some pretty charismatic this kid julio rodriguez is super cool he's just like super talented super charismatic super positive he's like into helping the communities like just like exactly what you want in an all in a superstar and uh Thanks to Rob Manfred and the MLB, we're gonna piss it all fucking away, and then Putin's gonna blow up the world. You literally cannot drive from Seattle to any other team with a major league baseball team, 
any other city with a major league baseball team. It's what, 14 hours from Seattle? 16 hours to San Francisco. Or 15 hours. or 16, it depends on how yeah. fast you drive. Maybe 14 and a half to Oakland. Like, depends on traffic. Yeah, you can't do it. No. Right? And no, you... that, that works against Seattle sports so hard because it. I've, I've been to Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Pittsburgh. They, they're all closer to Chicago. Yeah. There's the Mariners travel more than any other team. Like, and the fans, though, like you can't go to, you got to fly to Anaheim. I mean, you I don't, mean, there's, but there's also, it's an also an opportunity because there's a huge void in teams to root for. I mean, Colorado Rockies and then the Bay Area, you know what I mean? Like those are the closest teams. So, you know, the whole Pacific Northwest literally should belong to the Mariners. And the Mariners have a huge opportunity. If they could put a marketable team on the field that, that is successful, they would have a, they would be swimming in money. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're licensing, they're like, they're, they're, they're broadcasting. Like, they're just, there's a huge opportunity, especially now with what, what will inevitably be the dark ages of more, more dark ages of Seahawks football. Right. Everything I've read is that the Seahawks are winning this trade by trading away Russell Wilson at the twilight of his career. Yeah, I mean he's 30 at least. Yeah, so he's he and he's a mobile quarterback. He's not tall. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't have the like he doesn't he doesn't have the pocket presence to be able to sit there and and like Tom Brady and on his four-year-old knees and throw the ball around. I mean, he's got a good arm, but he doesn't, he's short and he doesn't have a, he does, he doesn't have the capacity to be a pocket quarterback. And if you start losing your mobility in his position, I just don't see him having the same effect. I, I think it's a good trade. And also like with the, you know, thinner atmosphere of wherever they play in Denver. In Denver? Yeah. Mile high. He's going to be gassed. Yeah, he's gonna be I mean, he's pretty well gassed. conditioned. He spends a lot of money on his conditioning. Right, I mean, he, he's going to be like, fine. Like, I think it's yeah. interesting that because wasn't did, didn't John Elway recently get in some like hot water for being a racist? Yes, and he's sort of always in hot water for that. So I feel like maybe he's just trying to like be like, "Hey, look, I got a black quarterback." I think like, he got the black quarterback that beat them in the Super Bowl. I think. Mm. I, thinking. I you know I was trying to think about some Super Bowl connection, but didn't they win the Super Bowl? Then like. The Seahawks whooped the Broncos in. The I know season. it was really a lot of fun. I had a great time watching that football game. I got really drunk and ran around in the streets. It was a really fun time. That was that was the second only to the WTO. Oh yeah, huh. the protest for the World Trade Organization was the best weekend I've ever had in Seattle by far. You know, Jesse said something similar. I feel like that was '99, right? Yeah. It was so much fun. I got hit with a rubber bullet. I got tear gassed. I made so many friends. Oh, we should have we a podcast about that weekend. It was wild, man. We got chased around all around Capitol Hill. It was just, it was so much fun. We're like, like, get out of our neighborhood. Like, ah! we, there, we thought that there was going to be some kind of like left wing opposition, like based on environmentalism and like, Opposition, like it was against world trade. It was against uh, globalization. Globalization, and so there was this like. I don't. To be honest, I don't even really know what it was about. It was, I just got in a human chain outside of the Radisson and got tear gas, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" <clears throat> Smash the state. Like September eleventh, kind of kneecapped fully this entire like. It was environmentalism, it was anti-globalism, and it was anti-free trade. And yep. everybody thought, like, oh, this is going to be the movement of the future. And then it was. Fucking September 11th happened, and it's like, never mind. And yep. The Bushes did it. I mean, that's why that's what part of probably part of the reason why 9-11 happened. Right. The CIA orchestrated 9-11 to stop worldwide leftist movement. 
I right. say that. I Dead fuel doesn't that. melt steel beams, guys. It sure doesn't, you guys. Definitely did not say those words that I just said. 9-11 <laughs> was an inside job. We all know it. Right. <laughs> That's the official so dub on the more... opposition. We've got so many more listeners right now. Yeah, no, hey, you guys, we got we got to branch out here. All right, <laughs> I, I got to read the last headline. Those planes were packed with explosives. There was nobody right. on those planes. Yeah, Obama did it. Obama did it. Like Obama, like, Osama. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Coincidence? I, I, no. I think about it. <laughs> Nobody could see me and Sam giving sarcastic looks and Joel drinking. <laughs> Joel spends way more time on Twitter, I feel like, than I Yeah, he does not want to be sucked into this vortex. He's, he's like, no, interested. no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, he's, he's about to spit up his beer. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Russia. Oh, All right. God. Yeah. So Brittany Grino, the WNBA star for the Phoenix Mercury, was uh, detained last month, apparently. So she's been detained for at least a month, but we just found out about this a few days ago by the Russian authorities for allegedly possessing vape cartridges containing hashish oil which in Putin's Russia could come with a 10-year prison sentence in a Russian prison. That's no good. In addition to this, Griner is a, uh, like, outspoken lesbian. She's, like, fought for women's rights. She's African-American. And she's being detained in a, a nation that has become notoriously anti-gay anti-lgbtq so my question for you fellas is how is britney griner going to win us the war in ukraine you think there's like a like lead a prison revolt in i think there's russia a, sort of situation might be the secret weapon that gets like the entire world organized against Russia's invasion of Ukraine. I think that right. the opposite. I think that this is going to be what's going to make it so we can't stop anybody from Russia from doing anything. Why is that? I, I don't know. It seems like they're going to be like, well, we're going to keep this lady in jail. We're going to be like, please don't. They're going to be like, well, then don't give Ukraine all these bombs. And we'll be like, whoa. Be- <clears throat> I think that that's what Putin thought was. That's yeah. what Putin thinks is going to happen. He was like, "Ah, yes, got we one." Make their number one WNBA star, and it's like easy. That's our number one. It's like we don't care. It's like I'm sorry, Putin. Like no one gives a shit about the WNBA here. <laughs> she has to go to Russia to play to like make a salary, like to like make a living wage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I just I'm seeing. But are we sure that it was for a vape pen? That's what I read. Uh, I just because I'm just reading cannabis oil, and so I'm like, right. is that's it- what I? Yeah, no, it was cannabis oil, definitely. Um, this is I'm looking the oil at- goes in vape pens normally, but they also use it to like make bombs. Like my wife uses a CBD bomb, and she doesn't get stoned at all. Yeah, I'm looking at Yahoo. Sports. But hash oil and CBD oil are different. I just see cannabis oils, but so I don't know. I, I don't oh, really? Oh, I, I read hash oils, what I read. Oh, well, that it, would be a different scenario. Russia is not telling us the truth. No, they would never yeah. do that. I don't think that they can do that. <laughs> Again, we're being sarcastic. It's a sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully people understand that. Not, almost nothing we say is to be taken at face value. <laughs> Except when I say exercises for fucking suckers. No, so this is Yahoo Sports. Russian customs officials allegedly found vape cartridges mm. containing hashish oil in her luggage. 
Mm. Hash will fuck you up. Those those vape pens with the hash in it. Yeah, if you're vaping hash, is that gonna fuck you up? Well, and I mean, somebody was talking about like the concept is also though she was probably flying flying a chartered plane. She's probably has minimal exposure with the Russian authorities throughout her experience in traveling back and forth, which she has been doing because she plays in in Moscow. Like, so what happens to me is that they. I think Sam's right is that they were like, yeah, let's get this chick. We can get her. And we know that she's got hash oil and we just go after her to open her bag and she can't stop us. And then we'll have her arrested. And then we have a poker chip to make the United States comply with, with what we need them to do as far as this conflict in Ukraine is concerned. But Sam's also right. What they didn't consider is that this is a person of color from America playing women's basketball. So it's like not a right. huge poker chip. Well, for as far and as then the thing, like, did they, uh, did you see what the Secretary of State said about it? No. It was like, it was kind of harsh because somebody was like, oh, are you guys, are you going to like help, uh, are you going to help get around to Russia? And he's like, yeah, we help all Americans who are detained abroad with their legal troubles. And that he's like, we're going to give her the same help we give all Americans who are detained abroad. And it's I mean, like, she's already been there for a like, month. She's been there for a month. It's Russia. Like we're in a serious, like, you know, war. we're not at war with them essentially, but we're in like a serious economic like attack on them right now. And he's just standing up there saying, like, yeah, we help everybody. <laughs> like, I, dude, this yeah. is not an everybody sort of situation. You have to be doing the best you can to get all Americans out of Russia right now. <laughs> Yeah, you need to be doing more than the best you can. You need to be doing yeah. everything. I don't know if you know this, but Russia is in the middle of a war. Yeah. And I don't know. Things are not looking good for her, is all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I, I don't think she's in a good position at all. That's I, what she gets for exercising. I think there's something to Russia being, aha, we have captured America's greatest black lesbian athlete. And America being like, yep. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it sucks <laughs> for yeah, her. It sucks. It sucks. And it's, you know, scary. It's a scary situation to be in. Sure. I mean, can you imagine? going through customs in Russia and they're like, we're going to have to detain you for this. Right. No. And, you know, I went through customs like, in Russia. How'd that go? Did you have vapes? Did you have hash? No, but they looked at me like they were going to fucking kill me. Yeah. Russia's that's scary. Just how they, that's just how they look at people over there. I know. It's a scary place. Y'all look so sad there. It's a sad place. Yeah, it's sad and angry. Uh, we should wrap this up, but like, I I do get scared. Like, we shouldn't be anti-Russian. Like, we should be anti-Putin, anti like the dumbass Russian government. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Russian people are the best. The best? Yeah, oh, they're the best. They're, they're best. fine. Yeah. They're just fine. They're just like everybody else. They're just fine. Have you ever gotten drunk with Russians? Come on. Yes. I got really drunk with a Russian on a cruise ship. It was very fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those dudes know how to party. That's true. Yeah. I read this article in the <clears throat> New York Times today about the, uh, it's like all these Russian restaurants in New York that nobody's going to. And like a lot of them are owned by Ukraine Ukrainians. And <laughs> Because it's like the, the the like main lady in this article owns this Russian restaurant in Manhattan. And she's like, you know, I opened this restaurant and I just, it's the same food. I just called it Russian food because I thought that would be more marketable. And now my reservations are down like 75% from what they are normally. <laughs> and like, I made it through the pandemic. And now it's like my family in the Ukraine, in Ukraine is like, under being bombarded and no one's coming to my restaurant 
I bet if she changed, she started calling it. It was really sad, but it's just like so fucked up, man. I mean, it's an easy solution. Just start calling yourself a Ukrainian restaurant. Yeah, but then like people on Twitter get a hold of that. I mean, you know, she was the center. She was the center of a of a New York Times article, so that's doing something about it, I guess. But her reservations will probably pop up after that article. She's not that college girl that feels all like. Oh, I hate that college girl so much. I I probably shouldn't even say anything because. I tried to read that article, but I couldn't. I was blocked by a paywall, so I didn't. Am I liberal? I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. My God, like it got me so hard. Uh, hard like what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you meant to say what you just said. A massive erection for like six hours. Thank, thank uh, you for clarifying. <laughs> no, like it's like, hey. We're gonna trigger the libs, and I got triggered. Yeah, I, I just feel. What I, was the name of the article? It was like I came to college I for the debate. Ready to de- ready to debate, but I got censored instead. And the entire article is not her getting censored; it's her like Being not bitch. people to tell her she's wrong. Like yeah, she like doesn't like people. That's being what the debate is: is other people being like, "I disagree with you," and she's like, "Why are you?" Oh my god! I'm, people are being mean to me. I'm being canceled. I'm such a fucking sucker because that's the people they want to get. People like me, who they got you. They got me. Yeah, you hard. Yeah, they got me hard. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I still don't understand what article you guys are talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was it's it's a, was she Russian? A, no, Russian? no, it's a Republican girl who went to college and she wrote an op-ed in the New York Times, like, and it got uh, a ton of traction, and people like got super pissed at her because she just seems like she's kind of a brat. What? But she's pro-Russia. It has nothing to do with Russia. It only has to do with the fact that there was an article in the New York Times about it. Gotcha, gotcha. I see. She's like a Republican. I'm behind. And she's saying that conservative voices are being censored at college campuses. They're being censored because they're stupid and wrong, and college college campuses are a place of learning. (laughs) Maybe you lost the debate, lady. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like when your when your views stand up to competition and they're found wanting, and you can't accept that, then you say you're being censored. You know, it's yeah. like, and that's like mm-hmm. a huge Republican argument. It's like, oh, you can't like I'm being canceled, and it's like, no, you, you're an idiot. Your your arguments I, don't stand up. Yeah, yeah, and you can't accept that because you're an idiot. Like, Lauren Hobart, and, and you're not an and like you're not an academic. This is this well, is that, academic. That was the that was kind of the sideshow is that she's like a 19 year old white lady college sophomore or something like that, right? And they're like, well, she's such a genius. She got uh, published in the New York Times. She must not be losing her debates in her philosophy 101 class with all the idiots I had philosophy 101 with. Joel's like becoming suddenly windmilled. College experience. We're we're like wading into completely different territory here. This well, is ostensibly a reminiscing podcast. <laughs> like, we went to one of the most hippy-dippy liberal colleges that exist, and yet conservative white Republican opinions were protected at that college. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, white people are always protected. But that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have a thing called the police force. Like like they got a bigger megaphone than 
the rest of us combined because it was like, well, even though it's only like these five guys who are expressing, you know, 2004 era Republican politics, we all need to sit down and listen to them. The Iraq war is not a bad idea. Yeah, oh, ex that's exactly what happened, was that we had to listen to both sides of the Iraq war. That was a poor choice. Yeah, it was a very poor right. choice. Well, you know, history is really, like, yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty. One side of that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Remember all those weapons of mass destruction? Oh, you don't. Spreading democracy, I think, was that. Right. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's like, oh, we're going to spread democracy. We're going to stabilize the Middle East. It's like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> so stable over there. <laughs> it's so fucking stable right yeah. now. Well, fucking stable old horses. Uh, fun times. All right. Yeah. Gentlemen, this war is the worst. War is the worst. Right. And it's never the right. It's like, oh, yeah, we really need to go to fucking war in the Ukraine. You'll see. History will show that we were doing the right thing there. It's like, yeah, right. Well, I, I like that's one thing I like about Twitter is everybody's like, oh, uh, yeah, it seems like maybe just like, indiscriminately arming Ukrainians they right before they collapse their country is maybe not the best idea. Just giving all the Nazis guns? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Oh, okay, cool. Nazis are ladies, too. Yeah, Nazis. Nazis deserve... Nazis have Second Amendment rights. Ukrainian Nazis. I understand the Constitution. The Ukrainian Nazis actually don't have any Second Amendment rights. They don't have any constitutional rights because they're from the Ukraine. You, sir, are not an American. <laughs> Me or the Ukrainians? Neither. This is de just de devolved. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Pull, pull the plug, Joel. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Pull the plug. <coughs> oh, no. Choking and dying. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a boner. <laughs> I have. Wait, what was I erect about? I even forget. That op-ed that made you so angry. Oh. A solid rage boner over that <laughs> that op-ed. <laughs> I'm going to work so hard on getting a rage boner before next podcast. <laughs> oh, rage boner band name called it. That's my man. <laughs> what was the song we wrote? Disagree to agree. To, to a degree. Disagree to, agree to a degree. Agree to a degree. Agree to a degree. Yeah. Rage Boner. Sing, hot single coming out. First single by Rage Boner. <laughs> Ow. Oh, we did a good job tonight. This has been a great episode. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast, but there's no goddamn baseball going on. So we got to talk about whatever we need to talk about. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook, Dump on the Ump. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to us on Spotify and or SoundCloud. Sam, we need to get yeah. the... Yeah. Uh, sorry. We need to get those t-shirts to our adoring fans. Yeah, 60 bucks a pop. 60 bucks, tweet at us. We'll get you a, a very fashionable dump on the Right. They only come in double XL. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, whatever size you want. <laughs> what do you do? What do you Is that do? happening right now? Oh, Westbrook. Uh, is that live? Oh. He's telling them not to disrespect his name. Oh, my God. What a baby. How is he such a baby? Well, it's just like, it's not even his fault. He just has no idea. He's like, 
he has no self-awareness to be like, oh, this is what I've been doing to everyone else for my entire life. Ignore the bullies, <laughs> Russell. Ignore the bullies. This feels bad. Uh, I don't know what's going on right now. Man, yeah. All right, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. We out. Sweet babe, I'm going to leave you.